Cleary. Good morning to Bryce McGain. Good morning, Coxie. And uh, the, the world's biggest day of cricket just about yesterday, unfortunately, uh, wet with the Boxing Day test. But uh, a couple of big bash games wrapped on to the end of the day. Uh, so for cricket lovers, it was pretty awesome. And we've also got the test between South Africa and India that commenced last night as well, which kind of keeping a little eye on given what we've got here at home. Oh, I know there's, there's plenty of cricket around <laughs> the world. That's that, that's for sure. England, of course, uh, we bring it up again. They, they missed out and lost their series against the West Indies. So uh, <laughs> well done to the West Indies. Who was that again? That Sorry, was pre-Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was really nice. <laughs> nice little Christmas present, a little early. And the Kiwis also had a bit of a, a slip up the last week as well. Was it against Bangladesh? I think it was. They did indeed. So... Uh, yeah, so plenty of cricket. It, it's a great time of year for the cricket lovers. There's no doubt about that. It certainly is. Now, we stumbled on a little topic as we started to wind up yesterday, hand over to the cricket coverage about... Well, we were concerned about the rain, weren't we? Yes. And and what would happen during a rain delay, for whether it's television or radio coverage, because it all scrambles every, everything and everyone it creates a bit of stress, I think it's fair to suggest... But you mentioned that years and years ago, this is well before my time, there were a couple <laughs> hey, of little... Don't, don't be too rude here. <laughs> there were a couple of now, little sporting <laughs> events that used to be used as a bit of infill. Now, my memories of if there was a rain delay was either an extended version of the cricket show that I think was a part of the Channel 9 coverage, which was led by the man who sat in your chair That's last right. week, Simon O'Donnell. He used to chair that out on the, out on the ground and... The other memory I have is watching test matches or just highlights from years previously that would always get rotated through depending on which venue that we were at during the year. That's my recollection of what happened either during a rain delay or an extended break in play. You go a little bit further back, though, and you you brought up a couple of memories that resonated with a few people at the end of the show yesterday. Yeah, that's right. So it... it, it it is clear as anything, and my, my mates and I still talk about the, these weird things that would bob up in, in the cricket break. So you'd, there'd be no review of the game. There'd be nothing like that. The score at the halfway point of a one-day game would be, you know, whatever it is after 50 overs. And now we'll throw over to the 18-foot skiffs, so on Sydney Harbour. So, uh, and there, they, there they'd be zipping around and uh, these guys jumping uh, from one side to the other out. And uh, these boats are flying around. So, um, obviously, some favourite names. Uh, the text messages from yesterday, they were talking about Alabashe and uh, Prudential. And there's a number of other ones as well um, that were sponsored by uh, major corporations. So, that was always an entertaining one to watch that. And you'd still be riveted. Like, I remember just watching that in the break as well, just as happy to do that. Obviously, we didn't have quite as many choices in stations. We couldn't jump around or... Um, pick up the phone and, and disappear down social media rabbit holes. Um, uh, but uh, that was certainly um, one of the first ones. Um, but I did notice yesterday on Channel 7, they were showing the yacht race, the start of the yacht race, the Sydney to Hobart yacht race. So it, it had that feel of the, the yachting once again getting uh, front and centre in, in the break of the cricket. I, I stand to be corrected. Maybe some people are, um, are tuning in the 40 Winks temper text, of course. 043-98-11-16. But um, if they want to message through, I always thought the Sydney to Hobart started earlier, but it seemed to have this lunchtime start that 
tied in nicely with the breaking the cricket. Yes. Um, maybe the broadcaster was keen on that part. But uh, I, I always thought it started much, much earlier, maybe 9 o'clock or something, but I stand to be corrected. Yeah, I, I have a vague recollection of it being a more mid-morning start, but when the broadcast rights holder for both the international cricket and for the yacht race, the pretty big one that gets underway on Sydney Harbour, when they hold the rights, then... There's all sorts of things that marry up. But 0433981116, or give us a call this morning on the open line, 1300 736 736. Do you have similar memories to Bryce McGain and how we utilise the breaks in play to showcase other sports? As you said, the modern day, it's not there. It's full of analysis. It's it's full of recapping, showing highlights, all sorts of data. Or, or, ha- or com- having cups of tea. Yes. 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 <laughs> so you remember Simon O'Donnell. They'd throw him on a bar stool and he'd run a whole show there just sitting on yes. the outfield somewhere. <laughs> um, that was amazing uh, uh, capabilities to be able to talk his way through all that. And they'd have all the, the pre-shot uh, material where they'd go and see some of the players at home and, you know, patting the dog and walking the dog and all those sort of things, see their backyard. Uh, cooking a barbie or going fishing. They had, uh, I remember ta- uh, Tubby Taylor had uh, a fishing program or something. Didn't he take out other cricketers out fishing? I think they did that in the breaks as well. Merv would be good at that. Um, but there was another one that really stuck in my mind. We have a good laugh about this, my friends and I. And it is uh, live from the Logan City Lanes. It's a Coca-Cola classic. That's how they'd introduce this. And it just come bursting onto your screen. And we watched Temping Bowling for half an hour. Uh Kara Honeychurch and uh, a whole lot of other um, famous names from back in the day uh, were all there. And, um, well, we have some introduction. This is what it was. Hi there, Bill McDonald. Great to have you with us once again. The Coca-Cola 10-pin classic continues here at the Mount Cravat Lanes in Brisbane today. A very tense game on our hands, I think. Two traditional rivals, I guess. Queensland up against New South Wales. But Steve Lovell from New South Wales up against Michael Little. Steve Lovell, who will be leading off in this game, has a league average of 209. Bill, we can expect big things out of this matchup between the two players here. We know that Steve's on his games. Opening bowl from Steve. Let's see how it is. It's great. It's a strike. Super start for Steve. That is awesome. That was that, it. That, that, so that, that is what used to fill in a bit of time. Absolutely. So they obviously moved it around from different bowling lanes. Mount Gravatt was the rotation for this one. But uh, the Logan City lanes, I remember that. And uh, so that's what, that's what we'd watch. We'd watch Temping Bowling. And again, as it's a kid, you just be going, yeah, this is great. Now we can watch this stuff all over the place, and ESPN has all sorts of quirky stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, that, that's what we'd be watching, the Coca-Cola Classic. Do you think we – do you think it's a disadvantage that we don't get these sorts of moments during broadcasts anymore because it's so segmented, because it's so formatted, because obviously it's all owned as well? It's Do you feel as if – we don't get these little glimpses of the niche sports bob up when there's these opportunities. Well, absolutely. I, I, I think they're, they're excellent. But what we do have now, we, we can get hold of them all. Um, it's obviously a, a file that we can dig back to. But I think now we, we do get a chance to have a look at them. ESPN covers all sorts of quirky sports. and uh, Well, they've got darts on at the moment yeah. uh, right above us. So there's darts, there's poker, there's, there's, all, there's everything. Um, I don't know whether they're sports. Are they more uh, 
pastimes or, or well, you're getting into a whole new debate now. <laughs> Games uh, are they sports? I'm not sure. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Yeah, it, and the way that the modern broadcast works and all the streaming options that you have. We we spoke briefly yesterday about the Sydney to Hobart and and the fact that the the shine has come off it a little bit because we don't have that understanding and I think that interaction it was great that if it was uh, during the lunch break yesterday on on free to air but not having that exposure to some of those smaller sports it it doesn't create those moments like we just replayed then that even for someone who doesn't remember and doesn't witness it. I can I can feel as if I've been transported back in time into this little bowling alley and the back blocks. It'd be fantastic if if there was a mechanism in the modern day where sports could lean or form partnerships with each other to to cross promote and cross pollinate. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think that's a great idea. Um, it, it's a shame. Tempin Bowling's really entertaining. No? There's a great movie, Kingpin, um, and that uh, my friends and I love talking about. But there was another, there's another bowler, and he's an American bowler, and his name is Pete Webber. And he's worth looking up, this guy, Pete Webber, because he has one of the all-time outbursts uh, when he wins a, a championship. And he, he just gets so fired up. He's yelling at people in the crowd. He's... Uh, um, it's just epic. So look it up, Pete Webber celebration, and uh, it's absolutely extraordinary. The the uh, the the temping bowling and the sport and and all that. I think there's a a, a big future for it, but uh, it is backing time. There's no doubt about it. It certainly is. Oh four double three. 98 11 16. If you've got memories as well, or give us a call 1300 736 736 and play the role of TV director or radio producer. If you, if you were in charge now, what would you be putting on the screens during the rain delay? Because unfortunately, driving in this morning, there was a bit more of the wet stuff that uh, hit the car on the way in. So it doesn't look as though uh, things are going to clear up immediately today when it comes to the weather forecast. Tomorrow looks as though that'll be the first full day I think we would get here in Melbourne. But, um, yeah, if, you, if you're playing that role, what would you be feeding to the audience? 0433. And what would you like to see? 0433 98 11 16 or 1300 736 736. There's already quite a few texts that are coming through regarding the Big Bash last night and a, a very controversial catch we have to call it because that's how it's written in the statistics i know you were very strong on social media about it last night bryce hold fire because after seven o'clock we'll delve a little deeper into it because i think not only did what happened last night raise some alarm bells in terms of how the bbl is set up but it's not the first time we've had a bit of controversy when it comes to umpiring decisions in the domestic t20 competition no, that's right. Um, and that they do have now review system in there so that you can re- review, which is a good thing. Um, but, yeah, we've, this, we need to fix this. It, it, you can't, for the integrity of the game and the Big Bash, you can't have situations like this. Uh, there is an explanation. We'll hear it a bit later.